1: Hey everyone, I'm Laura Adams, and you're listening to The Money Girl Podcast. This week, we're gonna talk about mindfulness. I was first introduced to the concept of mindfulness probably around, I wanna say 2000, 2001, about the time that Eckhart Tolle wrote The Power of Now. And if you haven't read that book, it's really pretty amazing. I learned so much from it uh, just on a personal level and, and certainly we can apply a lot of those principles over into our financial life. And I have found that there are many ways that being mindful, being in the present moment can make you a better money manager. So that's what we're going to talk about this week. You'll find the notes for this and every show with the links to any resources that I mention. And also, you'll get the full archive of podcasts over in the Money Girl section at quickanddirtytips.com. This is episode number 559 called Five Ways Mindfulness Makes You a Better Money Manager. Whether you believe mindfulness is just a catchword right now or a bona fide wellness movement that's here to stay, I do think that its simple principles can transform many areas of life, including your finances. Mindful money management can help you feel less stressed and more peaceful and confident about your decisions. I'm sure you're familiar with the concept of mindfulness. Basically, it's a secular practice of maintaining awareness of your thoughts, your feelings, and your environment. The idea is that tuning into the present moment allows you to live more fully than if your brain is just rehashing the past or you're worried about the future. It also involves paying attention to the chatter that goes on in your mind and in the emotions that you have without judging them as right or wrong, good or bad, true or false, simply noticing them. Some popular ways to practice mindfulness include meditating, journaling, taking pauses, focused breathing and exercising. And I've done all of these. And I do think that they help you concentrate on one thing at a time or really sometimes nothing at all, instead of allowing your thoughts to scatter and dominate your psyche. So I'd like for you to consider five ways that practicing mindfulness can improve your finances. The first is Quit making impulse purchases. And I've done podcasts before about impulse buys. If you're somebody who is struggling with spending too much or making impulse purchases that you just end up regretting, buying things that you really don't need, staying present can be the key to taking control of your buying habits. I think if you pause before you hit the buy button when you're online or when you pull out a credit card when you're in a store that is a powerful strategy to be more mindful and successful with your finances. So one way that you might implement this is to create a rule for yourself or even for your family that before you buy anything over a certain amount of money, maybe it's $50 or $100 or $200, whatever is right for you, before you make that purchase that you will give yourself time to think about it. And the time frame could range from an hour to a month. Certainly the longer you wait to make a buying decision, the better. I personally like to wait at least 24 hours. So that means I can actually sleep on it. You know, I can think about it overnight on any big purchase that I want. I can decide, is it a want or a need? Is it something that I truly can afford? Or is it just something that I'm wanting right now as an impulse? Another way to settle down the often emotional impulse to spend is to engage the logical part of your brain. So try doing some simple math and calculate how much time it would take you to earn what an item costs. Let me give you an example. Let's say you earn $25 an hour after taxes. So if you were to buy a pair of a boots that cost $250, that means it's costing you 10 hours of work. Ask yourself, are these boots really worth 10 hours of work? You know, the equivalent of a long workday. day? Only you can decide the answer to that question. But I would say if you can think about shopping in a more logical way, that can instantly change your mindset so that you're thinking more rationally and logically instead of letting emotions guide you. Putting time between an impulse and the action of that impulse It's that time, that pause that allows you to make better choices. Then you can reconsider with a clear mind if making a purchase is necessary and if it's in line with your financial goals. The second way to use mindfulness to improve your finances is to dedicate time to tend your finances, just like you might devote time on a regular basis to exercise or go to the gym try being consistent with your money management and really being mindful about setting aside time for it. Even dedicating 30 minutes a week can ensure that you're staying in touch with the big picture of your finances. So create some non-negotiable space in your calendar for financial tasks, such as paying bills, reviewing financial transactions, and taking stock of how you're measuring up to your goals. And I really want you to put it in your calendar. I mean, literally write it in or or put it in your uh, calendar online. And if you have a partner or a spouse who shares your financial life, you want to set aside regular time together to discuss money as a team. So maybe you set a calendar date to take a walk go on a picnic, or have a relaxing dinner out when you can also catch up on your family finances. It really is best to talk about money when you're not feeling rushed, you're not feeling stressed. So keep that in mind as well. And if you do set a money date, but some things have come up and you're feeling stressed or there's some problems going on, you probably want to delay it so that you can talk about money another time when you're not feeling quite so emotional. So what do you discuss when you're on a money date? Well, some good topics are ideas for earning more ideas for saving more, and how you can get more organized as a household. Also, talk about your dreams for the future so that you can incorporate them into your financial plans. You could also talk about money management with a trusted friend or a family member if you don't have a partner or a spouse to talk about them with. Or you could simply write down your ideas and goals in a journal that you can reflect on. The third way to improve your finances with mindfulness is... Don't worry about what you cannot control. The practice of mindfulness emphasizes noticing negative thoughts, but then just letting them go. Thinking negatively about anything for a long period of time, especially money, can create a lot of undue stress, and that will rob you of the joy of life. If you discover that you're worried about issues that are just not under your control, maybe you're worried about getting laid off or you're worried about having a large unexpected expense, I want you to turn your attention to what you can control. Ask yourself, what do I want to create with my money? And this will reframe your mindset to be proactive instead of feeling helpless. So if you want more security, you can create more emergency savings or start contributing to a retirement account. Consider the actions and behaviors that you can adopt in the present moment to achieve financial goals that are most important to you such as creating a spending plan or saving more. If you choose a time or a place to focus on your finances, as we talked about in the previous tip, make that your special time to worry. I mean, I literally mean you can calendar time to worry about your finances. And maybe it's 30 minutes, an hour. You set that aside and that's it. Once that allotted time has passed, you want to be disciplined about not letting your thoughts return there. Feeling anxious doesn't help you solve problems and it does not move you closer to your financial goals. So use that focused time to do your worrying, to brainstorm solutions, to talk it over with a friend or a partner. And then once that time is over, you just got to move past it. Raising your awareness about negative thoughts is half the battle. The rest of the battle is deciding to make positive changes, seeking the financial knowledge you need and simply taking action.
0: Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash.
1: All right, getting back to mindfulness. The fourth way that mindfulness can make you a better money manager is making financial decisions with more clarity. If just the idea of making financial decisions, such as choosing investments or shopping insurance, makes you feel uncertain or apprehensive, you're not alone. There isn't always a right or a wrong answer about how we should handle money, and that's the personal part of personal finances. However, using mindfulness techniques, such as pausing, to focus on your breath as it flows in and out of your body. Something that simple can help you become more aware of your feelings and your true desires. When you have more conviction about what you want to accomplish with your money, it's easier to drown out distractions, to evaluate potential risk, and to make big financial decisions with a lot more comfort and clarity. And the last way to use mindfulness to improve your finances is staying focused on your financial goals. If you're like many people, you've got really good intentions when it comes to managing your money, but you just haven't followed through. When you understand why you're not taking the initiative to improve your finances, it's much easier to break through roadblocks that are holding you back from financial success. Using mindfulness can help you stay focused on both the big picture of your financial goals and the nitty-gritty actions that you've got to take to achieve success. A motivator that always works for me is to consider the opportunity cost of a financial task. And an opportunity cost is what you lose by not doing something. For instance, If you invest $200 a month for a 7% average return over 30 years, you'd have close to $250,000 in a retirement account. So procrastinating saving means that you're saying no to a nest egg worth a quarter of a million dollars that's a heck of an opportunity cost. And if you were to slowly increase your contributions over time from 200 month on up, you'd end up with a much bigger balance. In other words, taking an hour to set up your retirement account or do other important financial tasks such as budgeting, shopping insurance, and tackling debt could easily turn out to be the most profitable 60 minutes of your life. So when you notice that you're procrastinating doing the things you know you should do, think about those opportunity costs. The actions that you take don't just come from thin air. They originate from your thoughts. So having a poor mindset can be the reason that you procrastinate or you end up making bad money moves, such as going deep into debt, not paying bills on time, or dipping into retirement savings early, just to name a few. Returning to the practice of mindfulness can be a key strategy to eliminate negative thoughts about money and to choose a positive, proactive mindset that's aligned with your financial goals. So let's review the five ways mindfulness can make you a better money manager. Number one, quit making impulse purchases. Number two, dedicate time to tend your finances. Number three, Don't worry about what you can't control. Number four, make financial decisions with more clarity. And number five, stay focused on your financial goals. Thanks so much for downloading the show. Before we go, I want to invite you to go a little deeper into your personal finance education by enrolling in one of my super affordable online classes. You get lifetime access to the content and can learn at your own pace. If you're stressed about debt, or know that it's keeping you from reaching your financial goals, check out my best-selling class, Get Out of Debt Fast, a proven plan to stay debt-free forever. You'll join the ranks of hundreds of students around the globe who are on solid financial ground and confident about where their finances are headed because they enrolled. It's time to take control of your debt. To learn more, just send me a text right now. Text the phrase debt course with no space to the number 33444, and I'll send you an email with a huge discount for you Money Girl listeners. And you can also learn more by visiting lauradadams.com. I hope to see you in class. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Courtesy of Money Girl, your guide to a richer life.
0: Start clean with Clorox.